If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Will It Ever Be Enough, who says, me, 26 female, with my boyfriend, 30 male of two years. My self-esteem is shattered. Our relationship is sexless, and I'm scared I will never be enough. Hi, Reddit. I'm at a loss here. I'm sorry if this is wrong and rambly, but I feel so shattered and confused. I've been with Mike for almost two years, and before I get into the specific details, I want to preface this by saying he is a wonderful man. He's kind, friendly, warm, intelligent, attractive, ambitious, and successful. Things most women want from a man. I love his friends and family, and they love me in return. We spend loads of time with them. He has never risen his voice in anger against me, nor has he ever balked at talking our issues through. The problems I think are stemming from the way we're communicating. Sometimes he sends me conflicting messages. Can come across condescending, or it's like he just ignores what I think and want. Or it could be that I'm simply not good enough. I honestly don't know anymore. Plus, there's the sex and weight gain. I used to work in a very hectic office environment, 60 plus hours a week, and I knew that lifestyle was not compatible with my long-term goals. I want to eventually marry, have children, and devote my life to being a wife and mother until my children are old enough for me to resume employment and to resume contributing financially though I would still like to keep working from home so that I can continue to take care of the household and my husband. To achieve that end, I quit my stressful job and now work from home and have been for the past three years. I make an average of 50 to 70K a year, which is decent but not outstanding in the large North American city we live in. Mike works an extremely hectic and demanding high-level job, making 150K annually and is only going up from here. He loves his career, he's passionate about what he does, and I'm extremely supportive of this, even if it means he's gone away on business two weeks every month. Despite the big gap in our salaries, we contribute almost equally to the relationship in terms of things we do together. I'd say it's 60-40. He's never insisted on this, but it was I who was adamant from the get-go to ensure fairness. I dated a wealthy man previously, and he would constantly throw it in my face how I couldn't contribute to our lifestyle and was beholden to him. So I'm a little scarred when it comes to letting anyone take care of me financially. I'm very traditional. We don't live together, but because he travels so much and works such crazy hours, I make sure he's taken care of as best as I know how. I have a key to his place and I'm responsible for 90% of the cleaning and cooking. By my own choice, I want to reiterate, because I work a less demanding job. And I want to see him content and taken care of since he's constantly tired and jet-lagged. He always tells me how much he loves this part of me. He says it makes him feel like a man and feel loved. This in turn makes me happy of course. But now he doesn't seem to feel this way anymore. 
has a lot of female friends. None of them exes, most of them have boyfriends, and they all make in the same salary range as he does, as do his male friends. But he seems to have started comparing me to the women in his group. They're all buying houses with their SOs, expensive cars, etc. But because I'm self-employed, I will need a substantially higher down payment or co-signer for a bank to be willing to take a chance on me. Houses are 1 million on average in my city and not even that nice at that price. Our sex life has slowly deteriorated in the last six months. He never initiates sex. Foreplay is non-existent. He seems to not really know how to do sex. It was like this from the start, but I was determined that by showing him what I liked and being positive in the bedroom, we would eventually match up. Well, sigh, that never happened. He brought it up with me last month approximately. I was so shocked but happy because I was terrified of wounding his ego and pride and making the situation even worse by bringing it up first. Mistake, I know. And he gave me a list of things that turned him on, types of lingerie he wanted me to initiate more, which I feel like I already always do. But whatever, I guess be more obvious about it and etc, etc, etc. Well, I jumped right into this. I started initiating sex right before dinner. He always passes out, too full, right after eating. I greeted him from his last business trip in lingerie and heels, etc, etc. But it's still not enough. I'm trying to be playful and seem so into what he's doing. But he hasn't gone down on me since the first month of our dating and I'm starting to have to finish myself quickly off while he cleans up in the bathroom afterwards or I can't sleep from frustration. He's also gained a lot of weight and it's not attractive to see a gut on such a young and attractive man. He hides it well because he's tall and has well-tailored suits. But the moment the shirts come off, there it is. I'm in the gym lifting weights, doing yoga or something outdoorsy constantly so this is getting frustrating for me. How I look is extremely important for me and him. He won't hesitate to tell me I'm not dressed or done up to impress for the occasion. What would he look like in 10 years? Why does he have to order dessert all the time like a freaking child or drink so much or make a snack because dinner is taking too long? All he makes are excuses and I'm trying not to nag but this is not attractive. Anyways, last week he sat me down to talk about our relationship He's usually very considerate of his words, but this time he uttered a phrase with such contempt that my self-esteem feels shattered. Basically, he told me the reason our sex life was so awful was because he was attracted to successful, ambitious career women and that he didn't want to marry a housewife. Ugh. Writing that out feels like someone is stabbing me in my heart. I've told him from the beginning that I'm not career-focused. I'm intelligent, educated, well-read, and I have a myriad of hobbies and interests and passions that run the gamut. It's not like I'm sitting at home baking pies or doing laundry 24-7. I have a life. I'm independent, but I don't want to be a CEO. So I started crying, and he immediately felt remorseful. But I can't stop those words from running through my head because I feel like I'll never measure up or be good enough for him until I'm making the same kind of money that he and his other friends are. What do I do or say? I'm coming across as passive in the relationship. I'm not. I'm very opinionated and often stubborn, but I'm also extremely careful to not say anything that could potentially hurt him or his pride. I've messed up in this regard from time to time, I'm sure. I'm not perfect, neither is he. But what the hell is going on here? Is this my future? To have men despise me for not wanting to be a CEO or for making less money than them? Is this a big city phenomenon? 
I'm honestly so confused and lost. Now, I'm not sure for myself if it's fair to say right away, maybe not enough time or whatever, but it certainly feels like, you know, one of those compatibility issues that we see from time to time in these stories. But his logic also confuses me. He wants this whole high-powered, careered woman, etc. But at the same time, he tells you how he loves the part of you that's more going around his place and doing 90% of the cleaning than cooking, and he loves that part of you. But I'm not sure if I can ever see a way coming back from what he said that he told you your sex life is awful because he was attracted to successful, ambitious career women. Something that you said that you just don't want in your life. You don't want to be a CEO. So I can't really see a way past that. But we'll start off with some comments from Alana92 who says you aren't compatible. He loves that you take care of your body and cook and slash clean for him but now he also wants an ambitious, salary-driven girlfriend. There aren't enough hours in the day to fulfill his laundry list of needs. It's just simply impossible for someone to be all of that. You've worked so hard. You really deserve to be with someone who respects you and wants to be with you. I know it sounds cliche, but it is true. OP responds and quotes a part of that and says, Thank you. Logically, I understand that. Emotionally, it's hard to accept. Thank you for your input. Dakota says, so ask him, does he want to marry a job partner or life partner? My uncle and aunt were in this same predicament. Uncle at first wanted a trophy wife, someone who looked good. Aunt was all about the household and not the office life. Uncle said he wanted someone more ambitious and independent, someone who would work with him side by side, taking down the business world. She didn't. She wanted to take care of the four kids they have. In the end, they had a divorce because they wanted different things. People change and I'm guessing your boyfriend has changed. But yes, ask him the question and see what he answers. Judgment says in quotes, He told me the reason our sex life was so awful because he was attracted to successful, ambitious career women and that he didn't want to marry a housewife. Then goes on to say, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it sounds like it's over between you two. If your spouse sits you down and tells you they're not attracted to you because of who you are and what you want in life, it's over. There is no healthy way for a relationship to continue. You need to find yourself a man who thinks sexy housewife you is attractive. Trust me, there are plenty of those types. Also, he's definitely very attracted to at least one of his co-workers. Opie quotes that last bit and says, Can you please elaborate on why you think this? This field is extremely male-dominated and he's constantly working with new people. There has never been any trust issues, jealousy, or infidelity in the relationship. And thank you for your insights. Liftenbrough says, It seriously broke my heart to read this post. You seem to be going out of the way to make things work and make your boyfriend happy. But unfortunately, he simply doesn't view you as his equal. I speak from experience when I say do not let such a relationship persist. I've experienced and seen too many times when one party to the relationship has all the leverage and it hangs over the head of the other, leaving them to believe they'll never be good enough no matter what they do. To put it bluntly, this guy doesn't deserve you. You deserve to be with someone who appreciates you and considers you his equal on every level, even if there is a financial disparity. Lady Gremlin says it sounds like your boyfriend wants something that you don't want to offer. His preference for a woman that is more career-minded doesn't make him the bad guy. Just like you preferring to stay at home doesn't make you stupid or worthless, but it does mean you're fundamentally incompatible on a very basic level. I know you're asking for advice on what you should do to work this out, but sadly, 
I think the only thing that you can do is break up. I know you love him and I know you've invested two years into this relationship, but sometimes that's just not enough. The good news is there is someone out there, many someones actually, who will love what you bring to the table. You just need to go find There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Tim. Then OP did share an update with us, which says, Hi Reddit, thank you so much for the replies and PMs. I was fairly surprised at the support I received and the kind words and some funny ones really helped. It gave me a lot to think about. So Mike and I broke up. He came back from his business trip and after giving him a couple of days to unwind and get over the jet lag, I took us on a weekend trip up north to one of my favorite hiking spots. I figured being in the tranquility of the wilderness with no city distractions would be the best place for us to have the talk. After we were both relaxed and open, I told him that I'd been the only person initiating in our sex life for countless months and I didn't understand his insistence that I was doing no initiation at all. I also told him that the lack of any foreplay basically made me feel extremely frustrated and disconnected from him emotionally and made sex occasionally painful. He still insisted that I didn't initiate, so I asked him to give me specific examples from his past with his exes on how they would initiate with him. I told him to be candid and then I gripped my fucking teeth and listened. He told me one story about being out with his friends and some new girl in the group coming up to him pinning his arms down by his side and then licking the side of his face and kissing him aggressively while everyone watched. Now, never mind the fact that if a strange man ever presumed to do something like that to me, my knee would be buried sharply into his balls within seconds. All that ooh gross, but I pointed out to him that wasn't so much initiation as it was flat out dominance. She may as well have peed in a circle around him and screamed in warning at any approaching females for fuck's sake. He then went on to give me many more examples of women sexually dominating him. My mind was going to explode at this point, but I pointed out that initiation and dominance were two completely different things, and other than liking me on top during sex, he never once said anything about wanting me to be more controlling or aggressive in the bedroom. Never. He couldn't really make eye contact with me anymore and his voice got kinda small. I did get him to agree, but what he really fucking likes was not so much me greeting him at the door in lingerie and heels, and then giving him oral on my knees, but pinning him down and basically using his body for my own pleasure. Ugh, no thanks. I could be down for that with a partner on the odd occasion, but not every night, and certainly not with someone like him who is so selfish in bed. 
I like dominant men. That's not going to change. Then I brought up his hurtful comment about our sex life stagnating because he didn't want to marry a housewife and that I couldn't get over that he had said that to me. He truly did feel horrible and regretful and apologized again. He reiterated how much he loved how traditional I was. What an amazing mother and wife I would make. How I made him feel more like a man than anyone else. How well I took care of him. How his family and friends adored me, etc, etc, etc. Insisted it wasn't about me making less money than him. Didn't really buy it to be honest. And here's where the conversation just got so pointless. I tried again finding out what ended his previous serious relationships. What the tipping point was. And other than something about his ex working too many hours and not having enough time for him. His resounding response to everything was, I don't know. You're a 30 year old man. For better or worse, our romantic relationship plays a huge role in shaping us as human beings. How do you lack the self-awareness or analytical ability to not know why your relationships fell apart? How is this possible? And then it hit me. He was selfish, yes, but selfish in the way that immature children and teenagers are. He wanted instant gratification. His idea of love and relationships come from idealism and romantic movies not from reality and hard work and sacrifice. He wanted the benefits and the butterflies in his stomach feeling, and until he grows up, all of his relationships will fall apart and he won't be able to understand why. This is too long already, but basically we broke up. There was lots of crying. I felt like someone had stuck a knife in my chest and was twisting it. After a few days of depression and Netflix, I booked a last minute flight to another country. So I missed the holidays here and instead spent over a week in the wilderness climbing, hiking and camping. No people, no distractions and it was amazing. I still feel like shit to be honest and I miss him. But I'm going to take a long break from dating and work on myself so that when I meet the right guy, I'll be even better version of myself for him. But he's going to be amazing too. I'll be vetting them more rigorously now. Thanks again. Sorry that this is long. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another story from a throwaway account who asks, am I the asshole for responding to my father's request for a relationship with a detailed PowerPoint on why he will never be forgiven? If I'm the asshole here, I'll own it. I'm not sorry, but like it would be good to know because of the rest of my family thinks this went too far. My 24 female mum died when I was 7 from leukemia. I have very few memories of her from before she was sick and I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her in the last year. But she was an artist and until she couldn't anymore she would make me little collages when she was in the hospital with drawings and photos and messages for me. My grandmother put them all in a book for me after she died. I wanted to be like my mum and my counsellor thought it would help. So I started a journal where I do kind of a similar thing. I've done at least one page a week all these years ever since my mum died. More when I miss her or have something hard going on. So I have kind of a unique record of my mental state over the last 16 years. My father remarried when I was nine. My stepmother really leaned hard into the I'm your mum now and my father didn't stop her. It improved when they had my half brother because she basically forgot about me then. Unfortunately, he got cancer when he was three, and I pretty much ceased to exist for my father. He was either working or gone with my brother, and I spent all my teen years mostly at home alone or with my grandparents. 
The mantra was that my brother needed to be the focus because he might die, so I needed not to be selfish since I was healthy. I stopped trying to talk to him when I was 16 and it was a dark time. I moved out when I was 18 and cut them off completely. My grandparents let me know that my brother died a couple of years ago, but respected my desire to remain no contact with my father. He recently reached out to them because he wants to see me and talk. I went through my old journals and made him a PowerPoint with images of the entries where I had talked about being frustrated and feeling abandoned and unwanted. Some with literal quotes of things my dad has said to me during the arguments. Even the really dark stuff from when I was seriously depressed. And I ended it with a photo of one of my mum's collages where she had written, Remember that your dad and I are always here for you. And I wrote, You failed, go away underneath. I felt like him being able to see it from my literal perspective would communicate why I don't want him back better than I could. Evidently, it worked, but a little too well because I've been bombarded by family telling me that it's understandable that I don't want to see him. But what I sent gutted him and he's completely fallen apart after reading through it and it was unnecessarily cruel. Maybe it was. I know my bar for that is kind of weird sometimes. So, am I the asshole? Edit. A couple of follow-up notes since it came up in the comments. One, I loved my brother. I don't resent him. He was a good kid and I wish he was still with us. None of this is his fault. To me, it is completely my father's and to a lesser extent, stepmother's. The parents prevented me from spending time with him as he got sicker so I wouldn't have been allowed to be there for him even if I had been able to. Which I wasn't towards the end because I also struggled to stay alive. Two, I have empathy. I understand what my father lost. I was there. I also lost those same people, plus effectively my father. Even so, to me there is no excuse for completely shutting your own kid completely out of your life while also preventing them from getting any kind of help. I understand depression and freezing up. I've been there, and I still, even not being an adult, manage to consider the impact of my behavior on other people. If he was that bad off, he should have given me up to be raised by someone else. My mum's parents asked and he wouldn't agree to let me stay with them full time. I could have had a dad that was able to occasionally tell me he loved me, even if it was just a text message. Alternatively, I could have lived with my grandparents and had people around me who cared about me every day, even if that wasn't my father. I got neither, and every request for help of any kind was met with, suck it up. I can emphasize with having to function while breaking down inside, but I can't emphasize with what he did. 3. I gather from relatives who have backed off after some hard boundary setting, my father and stepmother split not long ago and are in divorce proceedings. Which is why he reached out now and why the rest of the family was upset with how I responded at the time. He wasn't in a good place already. I've told them that if they care about him to encourage him to keep away from me. Refuse to pass on any messages and try to get him into inpatient care or something if they're that worried he's going to do something rash. I don't want anything to do with him and I've told him that I don't want to hear about anything that happens after this point but the rest of the family love him, so for their sake, I hope he pulls himself together. And we're going to start off with a comment straight away from Current Reed who says, Not the arsehole. I have a saying, If the truth about your conduct paints you in a bad light, the problem isn't with the truth, it's with your conduct. If the truth hurts your dad, it's his own to deal with and not you. ch ch, -ch cherry Bomb says, Not the arsehole in the slightest. You told your dad how you felt and it made him have to confront his failures as a parent. It's not your fault he neglected you. He's upset because he knows what you put in the PowerPoint is the reality of how he treated you when you were just a child. 
Now that the truth is out and you have re-established no contact, I hope you're able to let go of some of the anger you have at him and know that you did nothing to cause how he treated you. I have no contact with my dad and have been able to find a lot of peace in the life I've built without him. I hope the same for you. And one more comment from MM172 who says not the arsehole. Was it harsh? Yeah. Was it a lot of effort when simply have telling him go away would have accomplished the basic goal? Probably. But this was your lived reality. And he wasn't interested in hearing or helping you when it would have actually made a difference. If it's only now dawning on him how lonely and rejected you must have felt, he's just going to have to live with that. Also, one does have to question whether he'd be this gutted or even reaching out at all if your brother was still here. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below as always. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.